This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Episode 103, How to Live a Zero-Waste Lifestyle Frugally. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to another episode of the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And we are talking all about zero-waste, eco-friendly living today. It's always been a benefit of frugality. Mm -hmm. And so now we're kind of going to talk about it in and of that it is the main goal and how to fit frugality around an eco-friendly lifestyle. Yeah. So good yeah. summary. Yeah. I'm excited about the articles and the tips we've got. Yes. And I'm gonna share some some personal details Uh-oh. in this episode because this okay. is one that really hits home for me. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I am I'm excited. We've done a lot of listener requests mm. and this was a, a me request. I put this in here because <laughs> I wanted to. You wanted it. Yeah. Because I had these questions and so now I'm answering them. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think it's another version of frugality that along the lines of how minimalism intertwines with frugality, zero waste intertwines with it. I would not say that I live a zero waste lifestyle, but I'm definitely intrigued by Mm -hmm. it and learning more about it too, even through like researching this episode. So yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to, to get into these articles, but first our sponsors. Our other sponsor today is Earth Day. Every April we celebrate the planet we live on and its environment. This year, we celebrate the 50th official Earth Day by posting eco-friendly quotes, heartfelt posts on Facebook, and going to a free event with a folk band. (laughs) Whatever you choose to do, remember, you only have one Earth to live on, so take care of it because it takes longer to get to Mars than we originally thought. (laughs) I was going to say something about Mars, like, well, there is always Mars, but... There you go. You yeah. debunked that one. Yeah. So take <laughs> take care of your earth. Yes. And one of the ways to do that is by reducing your waste, uh, especially your plastic waste. I don't know if you know this, Jill, oh, but probably not. There there's a like a swirling vortex of plastic. Huh in the ocean, like Mm. off the coast of California, Mm -hmm. that is supposedly bigger than the United States. What? Yeah. That is a thing I saw a picture of. (laughs) It's a a meme that (laughs) I made. And I saw it in a documentary. So I saw it two places. Whoa. So it must be true. Right. (laughs) But. Two two times the charm. Right. Regardless of how big it is, it exists. Yeah. And. If we want to keep preserving the Earth that yeah. we live on, because we're not getting to Mars in our lifetime. No, unfortunately not. So we have to be aware of what we're doing. And yeah. it doesn't have to be expensive to do so. Right. Well, if anything, I think it is the frugal option, mm-hmm. which is there's so many benefits to frugality, this being one of them. And there's so many tips in here that coincide with what living a frugal lifestyle means. And and especially for those who are concerned about living an eco-friendly lifestyle, 
um, yeah, you can take it up a notch and then reap the financial benefits of it. Yes. So our first article is from Hestia Speaks, and it is how to go zero waste on the cheap, mm. or as we would say, on the frugal, on the frugal or on a on budget. The flippity flop frugal. On the flippity frugal. And she had a lot of great tips yeah, on did. how to make zero waste affordable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a good a good article for me too, to even understand more about what the goals of zero waste are and and what that specific lifestyle means. Certainly it it does intertwine with minimalism and frugality um, and sustainable living. But I, I mean, it's not too hard to grasp that it's talking about limiting the amount of waste that we create, not throwing as much away, mm-hmm. not be, not not buying into this kind of throwaway culture that we live in. And so she gives tips for sustainable living on a budget because certainly, as with anything, you could spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Just being minimal does not necessarily mean that you're being frugal. It can. Just being zero waste does not mean that you're being frugal because you could spend tons and tons and tons of money on all of the things that you need to make your own products, to have sustainable things, to have reusable things. And in the long run, a lot of those things do save you money, mm-hmm. but you could get really carried away in like what you think you need. Yeah, trying to, to buy your way to green. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way of mm-hmm. summarizing it. So anyhow, we're going to share with you our top tips, but certainly check out the article for more because there's, there's a lot more, a lot more yeah. than what we're going to go through. So the first one she mentions is glass jars and how reusable and multi-purpose glass jars can be. And I love the tip that she says in here. I think sometimes we want the Instagram perfect photo of all of our pantry items and fridge items organized in glass jars that mm-hmm. are beautiful. And yes, that does do something for me. <laughs> but encouraging us to reuse what we have. So if you get pasta in a jar, don't just throw away the jar because the pasta sauce is gone. Reuse it for something. Clean it out, take the label off, and reuse it to store your dried pantry items or coffee or fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. So I like that tip. I use utilize reuse jars a lot of times to give flowers to friends like Mm -hmm. once yeah pasta sauce is empty or or you name it um as a vase so i'm not going out and purchasing vases every time i want to give a gift yeah and i love she also mentioned that you could just go to people's recycling bins and pull jars out of there (laughs) instead of dumpster diving (laughs) recycle ravaging Oh yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I, yeah so <laughs> I the love cover that of tip. Night. You can find really cool jars that way. You don't have yeah. to just live with the lame jars <laughs> yes, that you buy. Exactly. Find cool jars. What did you like, Jen? Uh, I loved the, um, obviously, the meal planning yeah. tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talk about meal planning a lot as a way to reduce your wasted food. Mm-hmm. And so she gives it as a tip, you will buy less if you mm-hmm. meal plan, you will waste less, you will ultimately save money. But it's not even about saving money. For people who want to live an eco-friendly and zero-waste lifestyle, buying less uh, of what you don't need, buying in, ma- in like fewer quantities, mm-hmm. helps keep agriculture sustainable mm-hmm. um, because we throw away so much food these farms, whether it's wheat, corn, whatever, or mm-hmm. or dairy cows, chickens, whatever, these farmers are forced to meet demand. Mm-hmm. And so if we will stop wasting food, if we will stop buying a surplus um, that goes wasted, then we can reduce the amount that they need. We can reduce the size of the farms that they need. We can make becoming a farmer more of a viable profession if farmers don't need these mega farms mm-hmm. too. So yeah. it's not just um, for the environment, but it's economical for those people as well. I know like yeah. my father-in-law owns a farm mm-hmm. and he's like a small, small time farmer, mm-hmm. um, but it's his business. And so 
it just goes down the supply chain. Like it starts at you, but it does have a bigger impact Mm -hmm. if we're all like making these small choices. And it's friendlier on your budget too. I mean, I I would imagine that most people cringe when they have to throw away food that they didn't use. Mm -hmm. Like who likes that? You're essentially throwing away money. You're throwing away something that could have been good, but you didn't use it and it went bad. Mm -hmm. And that's sad. And this may be one of the times where being zero waste isn't as optimizing um, as frugality because we like to get the lowest price per ounce, price Mm -hmm. per pound. And that means buying larger quantities. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes you can freeze those and it's fine, but there's some things that you can't or don't want to freeze. And therefore you sacrifice the lower price per ounce to get the lower quantity so that you waste less. And Mm -hmm. that's fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So kind of along what you're saying, she mentions another tip in here about simplifying your meals. And so not spending on all the fancy olive oils and vinaigrettes and ingredients, but rather really paring down to food that's going to be sustainable and tasty, but not you know, a mile wide of all these different ingredients that inevitably are going to go bad. Mm -hmm. Something's going to go bad and you're not going to be able to use it. And so I love her one tip or example that she uses in here of when she purchases veggies, getting three rather than five. And I can struggle with this in myself. I noticed it recently, like, okay, I'm going to make a pasta salad and I want it to be multicolored. So what do I got to get? I got to get, you know, all like 10 different veggies. And in reality, it tastes just as good with three, Mm -hmm. whether that's a stir fry or a salad or you name it. I love this kind of shift in mindset of I can get some fewer veggies that still still work well together, give a lot of flavor, but not more quantity in my fridge. I mean, also I don't have the space in my fridge (laughs) that that eventually it's going to go bad. Something's going to get thrown away. Yeah, you can take every season and just get the same three veggies like every season or like every month and just say yeah. like April is carrots, celery, and onion yeah. month. And so we're going to make things that incorporate all these and then pick something else for the next month. Mm-hmm. And it helps speed along meal planning. Yeah. Um, and it also helps you solidify recipes that are kind of your go-to recipes mm-hmm which speeds up cooking time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also like helps the environment yep. in, yeah. Which also ways. helps you to eat in season, which I know mm-hmm. we mentioned in a previous episode just about meal planning, but it is more cost-effective to eat the produce that's in season. So rather than trying to do strawberries out of season where you're going to pay like double or triple the amount, eat the strawberries when they're in season. Do your root veggies in the winter. Do your do your berries and you know lighter veggies in the summer and i've even read too that it's good for our bodies to be following the seasons mm-hmm. with what we input because we need different things when it's freezing outside versus when it's 100 degrees outside. So all of these things that are already good for us, good for the environment, good for our budgets, like we can be doing and it helps. Uh, It's a win-win-win-win-win. Yes. And it's good for farmers and the people that those farmers employ. I'm obviously like very sensitive to like the business behind food. Mm -hmm. Um, But Buying in season helps everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, and, you know, and it's good for the environment. Yeah. Um, Another thing I liked on this list was to simplify the non-food products you use. Mm. So that kind of relates back to minimalism. Mm -hmm. And like, so your makeup products, your skincare, your, your bath, anything that you use up to simplify it as much as possible. So kind of like our Airbnb host. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Old spice body wash, shampoo, dish soap. It was so gross. It was just <laughs> one 
One product. One Old Spice uh, bottle in different dispensers in different places around the Airbnb, posing as different things. Yeah, that was a gross way of doing this tip. (laughs) Don't do it that way. If you're okay with that, like, cool, go for it. I hate the smell of Old Spice. Yeah. I learned at that Airbnb. Find a product that can be versatile for you. Um, But you can, like, also cut out products. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're using like a toner and a face wash and uh-huh. a, a face something else. Like maybe you just need to change your face wash to something that's like a three-in-one or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have a really great skincare regimen, so I can't really speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like I already um, have <laughs> a very simple makeup regimen. I well, you look great. So I didn't it's wear working. makeup for a year. So yes. now it's... I'm super simple with what I wear, but experiment and yeah. and all the things that you use that are not uh, food. Mm-hmm. Just think about those as well. Because yeah. those sometimes get forgotten. Yeah. Like as we think of them as necessities, mm-hmm. but it's worth like getting creative and, and not considering them necessities and see how that goes for you. Yeah. Uh, also the tip on growing herbs indoors. So or buying fresh herbs is a decent expense and they can go bad pretty quickly. I mean, I'll be honest, a lot of times I will replace fresh herbs with the dried herbs in recipes just to not purchase the new stuff, but mm-hmm. how much better to grow it yourself and be able to use the fresh herbs but not have to pay for it and it just is a bit more sustainable that way because then they're not all cut. Like you take what you need for as you need it for each recipe and the rest can kind of keep growing Mm -hmm. on your windowsill. So love that idea. Plus it's plants in your house and that's Mm -hmm. lovely. Yeah. I personally kill herbs (laughs) and so that doesn't work for me. But there are plenty of other tips I can follow. Yes, you do. It's you fine. you use the dry herbs then. I that do. Works I just use fine. the dry herbs, but I use them all up, and I make sure that when I meal plan, I'm trying to incorporate dry herbs, the dry herbs that I have, like yeah. into my recipes, so they actually get used, and I just mm-hmm. don't have like dry herbs languishing in the back of my pantry <laughs> yes. forever. Yes. So that's something that a lot of people neglect in their pantry is the mm-hmm. herb section. Mm-hmm. But I encourage you to meal plan around your herbs as well. Yes. Uh, creative. The next thing I liked on this list was some, I mean, we talk about this almost every episode, choose secondhand first. Yup. It's really the way to being zero waste. Yep. It's, I mean, it's the number one way. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be like confined to thrift stores to choose secondhand first. Yeah. There are so many options for getting the things you need secondhand and mm-hmm. saving money on them. Mm-hmm. eBay is a great place to go to find like specialty items. Yeah. I love online thrift stores like mm-hmm. ThreadUp. We actually have a um, affiliate link for them. Mm, nice. You go to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash ThreadUp. You can get $10 off your first order no minimums. You can get like an $11 thing and $10 off of it. Nice. Um, so I love, I get clothes from there whenever I need them. Um, you can also do Poshmark, Poshmark and Mercari for clothes, but I found that a lot of those sellers will post the same thing on eBay Ugh, and make it yeah. cheaper because fewer people are going to eBay, eBay for clothes. So like always check eBay Yeah, is the moral of this story. <laughs> um, but like also Facebook Marketplace, mm-hmm. Craigslist, mm-hmm. OfferUp. Mm-hmm. Uh, check just check those places first, and if you don't find what you need within a few weeks or a month, figure out if you even need it at all. Yeah. Um. And if you really do, if you're really hurting, then go buy it new. Yeah. But buy it quality. Yes. So well, that you won't need it again. That goes to the next tip: that when you do buy new, because it does happen sometimes. Spend the money on quality. And this is where, and we've talked about this before, the difference between being frugal and being cheap. Being frugal is making wise decisions with your money for sustainability, for your budget in the long run, not just, can I get a deal on this Mm -hmm. now? And so, yes, you can spend top dollar on something and be making the frugal choice. Those two are not 
mutually exclusive. Yeah. Because, and she uses this example in the article of buying boots and cheap boots because it, she felt like that's all that she could afford at the time, but then needed to replace them every year needing a new pair of boots because the zipper would break or she'd get holes in the soles or they just weren't working because they weren't quality. And now having purchased boots that she did spend a lot of money on, but have lasted her over two years and she intends for them to last at least 10 years. Yeah. Uh, and it, and it's interesting. I had this conversation with a friend recently. We were in a store, like a high-end store, and there was a shirt for $50. And she was like, that's ridiculous. And like, while sometimes I agree, particularly if you're if it's just name brand and it's mm-hmm. still lacking quality and you're going to spend that amount. But it also hit me that the night before, we had spent well over $50 for four people to go to go out to eat. Not at a super fancy place, but between tip and your food, we spent over $50. And it hit me like, why are we so okay with spending $50 to go out to eat that happens once for a half an hour Mm -hmm. and so averse to spending that amount of money on a shirt that could last us years and years and years. Wow. Yeah. What what is that? And and so I wouldn't say to get a plethora of clothing at top dollar, but why not spend what you would spend out at a restaurant on something that's going to last you more than like a one-time experience? So I, I'm challenging myself with that, mm-hmm. kind of how I approach these things. And I've been conditioned to think that a shirt is worth $5. That's all I should spend on it. Yeah. But that you know, well, I think we're all at varying degrees of knowledge on kind of the business, as you're saying, behind what we're consuming. But that can uh, perpetuate a lot of exploitation of people, both in the U.S. as well as abroad. So just kind of rethinking where we're spending our money, how we're spending it, and is it sustainable? Yeah. What a huge mindset shift. Yeah. And I, yeah, that challenges me as well, because I would also say the same thing if I saw a $50 shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which you can get, and this would still go back to used. What is already out there in the world? And I love how this article talks about that. Sustainable living, zero waste is about what is already available. Let's use that first Mm -hmm. before we create something absolutely new. Yeah. Uh, and, And that it's possible to to do that. Yeah. And even if it doesn't last as long as it would if you were buying new, mm-hmm. it's still going to last about the same as buying the cheaper version new. Mm-hmm. And you are creating less waste. Yeah. So, and that is the goal. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I liked from this one is to host a swap party. Mm. So this isn't just a way to get rid of clothes and get a few free things. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a really great way to cultivate community yeah. and to find people that share your values. I mean, it has the word party. In right. It, so right. we're always going to highlight that yeah. one. So hosting a swap party, like Facebook makes it very easy to host events and mm-hmm. you can partner with uh, organizations in your community. I know that uh, there's a mom group that hosts a swap once a month in my area There is a Buy Nothing group that Mm. has recently hosted a few swaps, Mm. and they actually did the clothing swaps. Uh, One week was for, like, small, medium, large, and then the next week was plus size. Mm. Nice. So there's ways you can do it, and I I think, for me, the deeper goal behind it is to meet people and form relationships with people that share your values and Mm -hmm. your convictions, Mm -hmm. and to to be working together Mm -hmm. because sometimes frugality and not going out as much can seem isolating. And so any opportunity you have to meet people in a small group setting, we should definitely be taking those. Yeah. Yeah. I love that one. Mm -hmm. So many more great things in that article, but moving on. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. 
Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me. Delete.me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and makes sure it stays off. Delete.me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now, at a special discount for our listeners, today get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash frugal and use promo code FRUGAL at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL and enter code FRUGAL at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL, code FRUGAL. So this next article comes from goingzerowaste.com, and she goes through 12 things she stopped buying since going zero waste. Again, with this one, we're not going to go through all of them. I will say, though, I was surprised by a lot of that. Yes. I, yeah. ex- I expected certain things to come up of this is what I stopped spending on. And certainly some of those are on this list, but some of them surprised me. And we'll, mm-hmm. we'll go through it. But I want to start with just a statistic that she gave. And, and of course, this is at this point probably from 2019, the statistic. So depending on when you're listening might change a little bit, but it it says that the average American spends almost $5,000 on products that are thrown away every year. I believe it because you're not just throwing away food and plastics, but years down the road, you're going to put clothes in the garbage. Mm -hmm. You're going to put socks, accessories. You're going to put toys. Well, yeah. There's so many, there's so many things we throw away that we don't think about. Well, not, I mean, not to mention just the products that we specifically buy to throw away. They they are meant to be disposable. Yeah. Your water bottles, your paper products, like anything that you use up is made to be thrown away, which, yeah, it's, it's, striking. And $5,000, I mean, as this article mentions, that's a vacation. I would say that's more than a vacation. That's a (laughs) couple of vacations, (laughs) depending on where you're going. But yeah. So anyhow, what stood out to you, Jen, from this one? Uh, Going Zero Waste is one of my favorite blogs right now. She is super practical. Uh, She is from America. So all of her advice is is catered to America, which Mm. is where we live. Mm -hmm. So And there are a lot of zero-waste bloggers from, like, UK, Australia, and they kind of, like, say how to do it there. But Mm. I I love how down-to-earth she is and also balanced Mm -hmm. because to go completely zero-waste, you kind of have to go off the grid. Yeah. Um, So – and she's she's just talking about balanced, realistic ways that normal people can go zero-waste. Nice. Yeah. So – Numbers one through three on this list uh, were probably where the, where the shock factor were for me. Not well, or or the areas that are most difficult for myself. I love so, how you noted them in the outline. I did. And you just put one through three. Ah, uh. <laughs> that was kind of like how I felt about it. Uh, so so let me just tell you what those three are. I won't go into super depth, but number one is paper towels and napkins. Number two. Yeah tampons and pads. <clears throat> we'll circle back to that. Number three, <laughs> toilet paper. So each one getting more and more shocking <laughs> as we go down the list. Um, okay. Well, for starters, paper towels and napkins. Yes, I know. I know. 
I know. This I'm just gonna be honest with you. This this is a stickler for me. I don't do napkins. Paper towels are my all-in-one. They are my napkin. They are my everything. <laughs> Paper towels are Jill's everything. And you just have to understand that, Eric. Listen, no, he's on board with it. He's not the one trying to stop this train. So I do reuse rags and for the most part, like I know how to get by, but there are a few circumstances where I'm just like, what would I do instead of a paper towel? And we talked about this in the cleaning supplies episode, I think. And I'm even recalling you mentioning wanting to go cloth napkin. Do I call you out on this? How'd that go? I have been wanting to go cloth napkin for (laughs) a long time and I say it. But that involves me buying the napkins, and yeah. I just have, I have a problem with buying things. Yeah. It's not a healthy frugality. Um, it's That is my problem with uh-huh. pulling the trigger on buying things I need. You can absolutely make it out of old fabric that I, you have. I know. Okay. Okay. Well, th- we'll get there. <laughs> so, so I don't – yes, it's an mm-hmm. aim, but I've got to figure out these couple of things, which one of them I realized is what to do with bacon grease. Paper towels are a must-have when there's bacon grease involved. So if anybody's got another tip for me, like, feel free. But and, – and I think with some of these tips in here, a lot of the people who write about being zero waste are vegan. So where some of this breaks down, in my opinion, is where there's meat products involved mm-hmm. that can't be composted and that smell gross if you don't dispose of them properly. Yeah. Or would attract animals. So that's that's still something I have to wrap my mind around. All right. I'm getting too much on a rabbit trail. Number two <laughs> was tampons and pads. I, I know we probably are fi- primarily female listeners. But even still, I'll be kind and won't get too much into this. But yeah, apparently there's alternatives to your throwaway options. There are. And they are becoming so much more popular yeah. and more effective because at first – you would get them and they weren't reliable. Mm-hmm. Okay, full disclosure, I've never used one. But they I've heard that, that now there are different kinds mm-hmm. that are more comfortable and more reliable. Wow. So that'll be like a special Frugal Friends episode, like Probably a discreet not. hidden episode <laughs> on our experience. <laughs> Maybe. We do plan on Maybe. doing an episode on how to save money on like specifically female products oh so this will be in there oh gosh it's in our future it will be in our future number three was toilet paper so okay i got a little bit worried (laughs) when i read this but then i kept reading and i was like okay okay i feel better so so this author has a bidet attachment to her toilet that she loves she does love it Uh uh-huh and she says post on it yeah yeah there is one (laughs) and she's does say that they use some toilet paper, but much, much less because of the bidet. So that's, you know, it's an interesting concept because yeah. I was afraid she was going to go down the route of reusable toilet paper. And I family know that those cloth. people, is, is that, that what it's called? Yeah, some family t- cloth. Family cloth or like just mm. cloth, some something cloth. Yeah, that makes me feel weird. Family cloth is sounds the worst. Yeah, no, that's not something you want to share with your family. So, and I know that there's people out there who do that. I I can't say that that's going to be my journey. The family cloth is a reusable alternative to toilet paper. Yeah. So, you know, the thing that my mind goes to with all of this is you are going to be doing a lot more laundry. And so actually looking at the savings Mm -hmm. of increased water and electric usage because of the increased amount of laundry that you're doing versus purchasing inexpensive paper towels for the few times that you're going to use them. I mean, and especially for us living in a camper and having a tiny washing machine, we would be doing laundry all the time if we were washing our toilet paper (laughs) in with our napkins. No, no, (laughs) no. I would say my alternative would be um, to find plastic free toilet paper. So toilet paper that is made just from paper and that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily make it decompose easier but it's from the back end process mm-hmm. that it doesn't it doesn't need plastic yeah um so that's where you're being eco-friendly and yeah. yes it will cost more yeah and i don't know if aldi carries it but <laughs> that is an option and it's something for me to write down like i could do that i could spend more mm-hmm. on toilet paper 
if I get to throw it away. You mean flush it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <Flush> it. <laughs> is that is this a new thing? Trash. I mean, I know that's what you do in other countries just because their septic systems can't handle the toilet paper, but yeah. I didn't know if there was like a reason I to live do in that in Florida America. And it works just fine. Okay, good. All right. What do you like on this list? So now this, that we made it through one through three. Yeah. Whew. So number four is aluminum foil. And I still use aluminum foil, but mm-hmm. I use a lot less because of these two, well, one of these two um, alternative she lists, silicone mats. Yep. Uh, so the Silpat, uh, you can put it on. And I only use it as a way to, it's going to sound so bad, to save the calories from putting oil on things. Uh-huh. Um, and because I hate cleaning. <laughs> Why does that sound bad? That sounds Well, I mean, I, okay, it's reasonable. Okay, thank you for valuing. <laughs> yes, you're thank welcome. You. Uh, and then the other thing she says is beeswax wraps, and yeah. that can also help, not necessarily in the oven, but to wrap things. Mm-hmm. So that can also take care of um, plastic wrap, and honestly, plastic wrap is the mm-hmm. worst. Mm-hmm. It's like from Satan. And so <laughs> getting, like, a big thing of beeswax wrap might yeah. be, like— a godsend. Yeah. And they're cute. Beeswax yeah, wraps those are, are really cute. cute. They are expensive and I'm not quite sure. I don't have any. My sister does because she does. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> um, there's animosity well, there. No, no, there's not. There's not. It's just she can afford to buy the cute beeswax wraps. <laughs> really digging someday. in deep here. Yeah, no, it's, I'm really happy Dig. for her. Um, <laughs> It sound worse and worse. <laughs> I digress. I'm okay. I'm not sure what happens with beeswax wraps eventually. I feel as though eventually the wax, you you would need to replenish it. And maybe there's a way to do that. But I'm curious about them. Yeah, if you've used beeswax wrap, beeswax wraps for quite a while, let us know in the Facebook group, Frugal Friends Community, uh, and and let us know what you think or any of uh, these any zero waste. Uh, alternatives that you found that are also frugal, Mm -hmm. we would love to hear about it in the group. Of course. Um, Another thing that I was surprised to see on here was number six, and that's Mm. trash bags. Mm -hmm. Um, So making less waste means you throw away less trash, so you save on trash bags. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's also paper liners made from newsprint, but you're not necessarily throwing away your wet garbage you're composting it. So that goes in a different place. And mm-hmm. again, I mean, sometimes if you eat meat, that can be wet and it has to go in a, in a plastic bag. So for me, I wouldn't get a paper liner, but we've started composting mm-hmm. and not in order to plant a garden, mm-hmm. but because I learned that the things that we throw away, what I had just assumed because it was compostable, it would get composted in a landfill somewhere, which is biodegrade. But sometimes the trash is so packed together, especially Mm -hmm. in cities, that even biodegradable things can't degrade Mm. because they are not in a setting to degrade. Mm. And so if we, if more people would take it upon ourselves to compost, Mm -hmm. we could keep the things that are able to biodegrade, to keep them, you know, degrading. Mm -hmm. um, And then lower our impact on trash heaps. Yeah. Less in your own trash. If you do garden, then it's fantastic for your soil. So lots of good reasons. And you can give it to people that, you know, garden and stuff. We're just going to probably spread it on our patch of land back there and maybe put some grass down, grass seed. I did a science project about composting and put it in a container and then put it in my locker and forgot about it for the rest of the year. And then when I was cleaning out my locker, found it. And I learned a lot about composting (laughs) the hard way. (laughs) It smells if you don't do it right. It does. But the thing is, is that you can do all of your veggies and stuff. And then coffee grounds yeah. are nitrogen, so yeah. you don't have to, like, pick up leaves and put it in there. You can literally just, like, veggies and coffee grounds. I'm yeah. like, you're good to go. Good to go. Oh. I like that. Good to go. Yeah. You don't have to think about it too hard with the amount of coffee I drink. Yeah. I don't know your life. 
So number nine on here is conventional cleaners, and they cite another statistic that American families spend anywhere between $300 to $800 a year on cleaning supplies, just cleaning supplies. So even if you're on the conservative estimate end of that, that's still a ton of money. So ditching your conventional cleaners and finding ways to make your own or finding all-purpose cleaners that, I mean, do what they say, work for different purposes and not need something for your windows Mm -hmm. and something for your floors and something for your toilet and something for your tub and something for your sink. And it can get crazy. And listen to our cleaning episode because we tell you just all about vinegar. Yeah. (laughs) And so for some of the things that do actually need chemicals to clean, because I won't say that you can clean, I I wouldn't want to clean everything with vinegar. A, it smells. B, I just think some things need chemicals. (laughs) If your city... I don't know what you're doing, but I'll take your word for it. If your city has a place where you can dispose of chemicals, like household cleaners, paints, because you shouldn't be throwing those into garbages. Mm. I don't know if you know that. But your city should have a place where you can drop them off. Sometimes the cities at the same place where you drop them off have a little place where you can go in and pick up other people's chemicals for free. Our city has that. And so we will get cleaning products and, like, weed eater stuff and like just things that we don't think to buy you guys Um, know all the hacks we will i mean you know frugality podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess i don't need weed killer yeah but yeah so check to see if your city or town or wherever has that option nice so and another option you should check to see if they have is the bill of the week that's right it's time for the best minute of your entire week maybe a baby was born and his name is william maybe you paid off your mortgage maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore duck bills buffalo bills Clinton, this is the Bill of the Week. Hey, Jen and Jill. This is Andy Hill from the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast. And I just wanted to share my favorite bill as of late. I am working a new career now. And this summer, we have uh, both my wife and I working. And we really had no plans for for daycare uh, as as the summer rolls around. And so my new favorite bill now is summer camp. <laughs> I can continue working on my business and my wife can continue working on her career that she likes now and our kids can have a fruitful summer and allow us to continue to enjoy our careers. So summer camp is it's quite pricey, but man, um, lining up our summer camps and having that completely ready so we can keep rocking and rolling in our businesses uh, is making me feel pretty happy. So that's my favorite bill of the week. Hope you ladies are doing well. Talk to you soon. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel you so strongly, Andy. I love the genuine laughter, Andy. Of, oh, I just love it. I've got a plan for my kids. Yes. I, I've been saying lately that daycare is the best yes. bill I have because yeah. I, too, like to work on my business during business hours. And, yeah. man... And summer camp, much more fun mm-hmm. for kids. Yeah, kids don't daycare. want to be bored in no. the summer. So, Oh, what I wouldn't have given to be able to go to <laughs> summer camp. Is this mm. another another one of yours? Like <laughs> what you missed mm. from childhood? <laughs> on, today's, oh, no. on today's episode of What Jen Missed from Childhood. <laughs> yes, summer, summer camp. camp. <laughs> but somebody did relate with me when we did yeah, our, the Barbie our clothes. yes our episode with Caroline Bensel where I said that I did not get the life size Barbie I would not have been able to fit into her clothes anyway but it, 
I didn't have any friends and I wanted a friend or a sibling yeah. in a, in a life size Barbie. Yeah. And, um, Somebody felt me at least on the clothes part. <laughs> yeah. Was that even a part of life size Barbie? Like that you could you wear would, her clothes. Could wear them. Okay. Yeah, that was a thing. All right, um, for some kids that could fit into them. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks, thanks Andy. Andy. <laughs> Glad your kids are going to be watched and fully supervised this summer. If you have a bill that you want to submit to us, whether that's uh, sending your kids away uh, to be fully supervised or or else. With something else. Uh, partially to supervised. Us. Yeah. Visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill. Mm. How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners, and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better, like Monarch. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. And now it's time for the lightning round. Woo, pew, really pew. tapped into that part of my voice. You did, okay. Yes. So today for our lightning round, Jill and I will dive into our favorite frugal yes, swaps. Yes, we will. Here we go. Deep dive. Yes. Okay. Jill, yours <laughs> first. Uh, so two, two in one here. Not whatever. Here you go. Water filter. So really love my water filter. We've got a Berkey and it, they say it can filter pond water. I haven't gone that far, but any water from hoses so far we've been putting into our Berkey and it always tastes the same. And then I've got a reusable water bottle that I put it in. So I'm not purchasing water mm -hmm. and, and the plastic and the water bottles and the water dispensers. So love that. Also food creativity. And I've been having some fun with this. Like when you get to a level where you kind of enjoy figuring out ways to not throw food away, it's kind of fun. I'm definitely not a pro, but a few of my tricks are when I see that I'm not eating the bananas that I purchased that I thought I was going to eat, but instead I chose chips every time. Uh, I, As they're on their last leg, I quick shove them in the freezer. And then when I'm ready, at some point when the bananas build up over <laughs> over weeks and weeks of me not eating bananas and, and the chips freezer instead, is entirely bananas, <laughs> then I make banana bread. This just happened yesterday. I made banana bread and it is really <laughs> tasty. And now we've got breakfast. Um, because with banana bread, you don't need like a perfectly ripe banana. You can have a like almost on its last leg banana. It's better when they're on their last leg. Yeah. And tomatoes, like my tomatoes were nearly going bad yesterday. So I made bruschetta. And that, that bruschetta that we bruschetta. ate yesterday. Yeah. So just there's different things that if it's like, okay, I still have a lot of this, what do I do? And the internet's great for that. So anyhow, yeah. I've been having fun getting creative with food. Nice. Yeah. Um, mine would be going back to the our first article, 
glass containers. Mm, yeah. So I've been trying to minimize my use of disposable bags, yeah. um, whether that is grocery bag or plastic uh, Ziploc, and using more glass yeah. containers. Uh, they don't stain as easily as uh, plastic ones. Yeah. And so I'll usually use like reheatable leftovers in glass and maybe things that don't stain and I'm not heating up in plastic. Yeah. Um, but I bought some of those recently and I have been using them a lot more. And mm-hmm. I got ones that are a perfect portion size mm-hmm. for a meal yep. so that I could like get rid of all of the random plastic ones that I had built up from yeah. lunch meat. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, so I'm using more plastic containers instead of um, disposable yeah. things. Which I like. It does it helps you organize in your fridge. Your mm-hmm. fridge looks pretty. And I think with glass containers you can see through to what the food is and mm-hmm. you're more likely to eat it if you know what's inside. Yes. Versus all the not translucent plastic that you cover with the foil and it's like I don't even know what that is. Just leave it there. Yeah. And, and then, then it's bad. more waste. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another tip, my tip is to learn some simple sewing skills. I've saved a lot of clothing and purses and blankets and you name it just by being able to do some little sewing fixes. And I've even noticed a lot of times people will get rid of quality clothing and donate them to the thrift stores because of maybe a broken zipper or a small tear or a seam kind of coming loose. And if you've got the skills to repair it, then you can get quality clothing at the thrift store or even on a clearance rack at a store because they'll put it on clearance if something's wrong with it. And if you're able to fix it yourself, then that's a really fantastic way of being able to reuse what you already have or be able to purchase used and make it last longer. Yeah. YouTube is a great place to go to, to learn simple yeah. sewing skills. And maybe one day Jill will give us a video on our YouTube yeah. of simple sewing skills. It was so cute the other night we were all hanging out and Travis, Travis was the one yes. with a little sewing kit on hand because I had some buttons that fell off of a skirt and so I sewed that back on, and then he had just gotten a sweater from the thrift store um, that was torn. Like, it was a really good sweater, but, like, a, the pocket on it had kind of, like, pulled away from the sweater. So fixed that up. We were just regular homesteading individuals. All while watching Love is Blind <laughs> yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> All while watching Trash TV. Yeah. <laughs> now you know. Yes. <laughs> so I love that, and I definitely think that that video will be on our YouTube one day. Yeah, me sewing. Yes. <laughs> sewing yes. with Jill. <laughs> sewing with Jill. Sewing by Jill. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so my last one, and this is um, so pretty personal for me, not as like what the thing is, but just yeah. what it tells me. Um, so convenience food, swapping out like takeout or individually packaged items for more bulk and other like non-plastic covered mm. stuff mm-hmm. from the grocery store. Uh, sometimes that stuff does cost more mm-hmm. and I'm very tempted. I'm not just tempted. I go for the cheaper one, yeah. but I have been saying for years that one of the reasons I love frugality is because it is so environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that and I say that and I write it. And then I look at my bank statements and Mm -hmm. I look at what's in my like, you know, previous orders from Aldi or um, Walmart. And I'm not seeing that the places where I'm spending my money is reflecting the, what I say that I value. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important. I think our, where we spend says more about what we value Mm -hmm. than what our mouths say. Mm -hmm. Um, And so realizing that, and I, it wasn't until I was writing my course, Five Weeks to 500, where there's a module on, um, like, finding what you value. Yeah. And then when I was writing that and I was finding – I was deciding what I valued myself mm-hmm. and I was able to see, like, my spending is not aligning with what I say I value. Yeah. And so 
I was I have since been taking steps to mm-hmm. spend differently. Mm-hmm. And overall, it has not saved me a ton of money because I've already been living pretty frugally. But it has made me more confident mm-hmm. with the words that are coming out of my mouth. Yeah. So I am like trying to buy, if I do buy something that is packaged, mm-hmm. um, I buy it frozen or I buy like multiple like vegetables in a, in a bag because mm-hmm. I don't think buying prepackaged food is necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. I think it can save you money. Are by saving you time, mm-hmm. which makes it easier to cook, which saves you money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've just been purchasing consciously. Yeah. Um, so it has, and I start, I bought a bamboo toothbrush. And yes, you did. So, that, so I can that. compost it. Yeah, they had numbers on them. Yeah, I don't know why. One, two, three, four. Yeah, I don't know why, but it does. So, <laughs> so that has been like my biggest swap has been in the way I'm thinking and the way I'm approaching purchases Mm. in making sure that they align more with what I value. And maybe like eco-friendliness isn't something you value and and this is just like not Mm -hmm. relevant for you. But I hope if it is something that you value, Mm -hmm. that you'll take this information and you will make sure that your transactions align Mm -hmm. with anything that you're saying you value. Yeah. And that's, I hope, what you take away from today's episode. Good word. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. And we want to thank you also for your kind reviews that we do see. We see all of the reviews, and we're so thankful for the kind ones on iTunes and Stitcher. Like this one, it comes from Jacques Pearl. Great encouragement in a fun way. I love listening to these ladies as I take walks. They can make any financial topic understandable and interesting. Even though I am a teacher in my 50s with an almost paid off house, I still gather little tidbits of information to share with my adult daughter and daughter-in-laws. It's a great encouragement to hear of others doing what we do. Amazing. Thank you. I love awesome. hearing and knowing that we are jo- like where we're joining people. Yeah. Like people have said, I'm I'm in the middle of a move and listening or yeah, I'm on a walk or on my commute to work or while I'm making my kids breakfast and uh, somebody even mentioned that her her 4-year-old is listening to us and yes. like commenting on Jen and Jill and it's yeah, it's amazing to me. Really it's a privilege to be invited into these places of your oh, life. Sure. So we're we're so grateful and we're happy to keep providing you with content. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you for sharing what you want to hear. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And thank you for sharing on social media. Um, so we want to kind of thank our friends for reviewing and sharing. So for every five reviews or tags we get on Facebook or Instagram, we're going to give away a $10 Amazon gift what, card. What? I love gift cards Same. and Amazon. It's a great place to get all your Same. goodies. But you have to tag at Frugal Friends Podcast if mm-hmm. you're doing it on Facebook or Instagram, because that is the only way we will see those shares. Yeah. So you can do that. And you can also continue leaving reviews to enter our drawing. So keep leaving us reviews on iTunes or Stitcher, sending the screenshot of your review to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. That is the piece. You have to you have to email it to us, the review, to get in the running mm-hmm. for a gift card. If it's tagged anywhere at Frugal Friends we'll Podcast, yeah, we'll see it on social media. Yeah. So thank you again. And uh Be kind to your mother and be kind to your mother earth (laughs) because Mars is not your mother. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriani. What? That's amazing. It's not where I expected you to go with that. Wow. Where did you think it was going? Uh, well, just something more standard or typical or normal. <laughs> when have I been be normal? Be kind to your mother. <laughs> be kind to your mother earth.
Because Mars is not your mother. I mean, that's that's t-shirt worthy. Yeah. I mean, if you want a t-shirt out of it, let me know. <laughs> yes. Oh, there's so many t-shirts we need to create. We need to make a list in the Facebook group of t-shirts oh, that need true. to be created. That's true. And we could have like our whole wardrobe with Frugal Friends t-shirts. Mm-hmm. They have to be quality. And sustainable. Yes. With sustainable quotes. Quotes that will never um, go, out of, go out of style. Yeah. Not like references to TikTok. Like, oh my God. Follow Frugal Friends on TikTok, which we will never say. You just said it, but For it's real. not a real thing. Right. We do you not have a TikTok. Do that. You can't, you can't find us on TikTok. You will be sorely disappointed for many reasons. One of them being the fact that we're not on TikTok. Yeah. We are on Instagram. We are on Instagram and YouTube and all the podcast platforms. So, but we can't be everywhere. We've got options. Yeah. And a friend in me. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.